0: Hello. Hello. How are you?
1: I'm good. What's going on?
0: The UFC is having an event, UFC 261. This is episode number 44. Hey, this is Alvin again. How was your dinner? Good. I'm sure your stomach is nice and full. Today, we have a perfect aperitif pairing for your mind. We think you'll find it to be delish. Lay back, relax, and let your mind and soul savor the next 17 minutes. And now, your hosts and our friends, La and A.
1: No social distancing. No. Nope. Mask requirements?
0: Not that I saw.
1: So basically, a stadium full of hyped up, excited people, indoor or outdoor? Indoor. Oh. You're like, ooh. That kind of sucks.
0: Yeah. Dana White thought, hey, this is a real good idea. I guess it's tough to have an event outdoors in an outdoor arena.
1: Well, there's football and baseball, but that involves a whole team. I guess it might be kind of weird to have like two guys beating the hell out of each other in an outdoor stadium.
0: Well, baseball games are back. Yeah. And I've heard some rumors the stadiums are at 10%. I don't know what the capacity is, but stadiums are back. So that's cool. But that's outdoors. Yeah. It's in Florida. So that adds another level to it. Florida is full of a bunch of mass deniers and anti-vaxxers. I mean, the only thing I'm going to be watching for is to see if there's another outbreak. According to Dana White, the restaurants were all packed to the point of capacity. The hotels were all packed to the point you couldn't get a room. I'm sure the nightclubs were packed too. So that's a lot of people all mingling and hanging out. It was a great event. Great fight, great card. A guy named Usman, it's a guy named George Masvidal, and every fight on that card was phenomenal. Dana's been doing some of these at this place called Fight Island, and no one's there. The excitement in the ring isn't quite the same. You can't substitute that with online. It's just not the same as when you have a giant group of people screaming and hollering. It was very fascinating to watch Joe Rogan's face, because he was hosting it, sitting next to two other announcers and One guy snapped the middle of his leg and the look on their face is like, oh, they're thinking we're almost back to normal. And it makes me wonder, are we really?
1: I think it's kind of sad that people want to go back to normal, whatever their normal was. Why wouldn't you be eager to innovate and expand your horizons following something like this? Probably because you're not comfortable doing that. You're not comfortable leaving your little tradition with your coworkers or family or neighbors, right? You don't want to get outside of that. Innovation doesn't happen there for sure.
0: I just don't want to get COVID. I've been vaccinated, but just because you've been vaccinated doesn't mean that you're not going to get it. There's no doubt to me this virus is real. There's no doubt that it's mutating. Yeah. So I just don't see why you wouldn't want to just be safe I mean, isn't it better to take six or seven months just to make sure we're all safe and that it's not spreading rapidly? I think if this had happened under President Hillary Clinton, then the Republicans would have done the same thing. And the Democrats would have been like, don't we want to be safe? I think they're all wrong. But it got flipped around.
1: We don't know what's going to happen. My guess is, yes, there will be some additional cases.
0: I think all you got to do is look back at 1918. How is this becoming any different other than the fact that we are not learning from history? The exact same things happen. People are like, oh, let's go back to normal. It just takes time. And that's my point. Like, Why can't we figure this out? Is it politics? It's not just the far right. There's many on the left that are just as blind to it and are saying the same things. I know progressives that are like in denial about it. On a previous episode with Dave Smith, the libertarian, one of the things that he talked about with Joe, this lady was saying that we shouldn't really jump back to normal. We should dangle it in front of them, almost like a carrot, to make sure people get vaccinated. I get what she's thinking, but I think it should be an individual responsibility. And I think the administration should try to make a better effort to convince people that this is safe. Do we know the vaccines were safe?
1: Fairly well, yeah. I mean, it's tragic that a couple of people had blood clots and I think now three are dead. But nobody's talking about the number of people that die from the flu vaccination or the number of people that die from other medical interventions. Nothing is 100%. And now we're all acting like, well, the vaccinations have to be 100% in order for me to agree or whatever. That's the stupidest thing I've heard in a long time. There's nothing that's ever 100%, especially in medicine.
0: This was all done under Operation Warp Speed. That was the Trump administration. I think the Biden administration was like, okay, well, we can't tell people this vaccine has not been properly tested. So we just have to keep quiet and move forward with it. Even though I've taken a vaccine, I don't think that we went through the proper testing. Nope. Period. Which one did you take? Pfizer. Yeah.
1: We don't know. We have no idea. Okay.
0: Well, that's a problem.
1: Would you rather wait five years to do the proper testing so that we have a vaccine that works? We're heading toward 8 billion people on the planet. You can't ask 8 billion people to not do a lot for five years. You just can't.
0: You can. You can.
1: It's already clear that they're not going to. You have half of the country in the United States doing whatever they want to do and another half doing what they think is the right thing. That's already a prime example of the way people are going to respond and how you can't control them. Unless you want to be China, where you monitor people every day and punish them if they don't do what your instructions are. Or if you're a small country like New Zealand, where you can say, yeah, no, nobody else is coming in and here are quarantine measures and this is how we're going to do it. You can't translate any of that to the United States or to India, Russia, any place that's massive, unless you want to have some kind of authoritarian regime forcing you to do a thing a certain way. And nobody wants that, at least not in the United States.
0: We've already done a special talking about surveillance capitalism. We are the most surveilled population in the history of mankind. They know everything about us. My point being, we aren't free. They monitor everything we do.
1: It doesn't matter whether or not you're free. It just matters how you react. I'm free enough to say, I'm not going to wear a mask. Screw you. And no one in this country is going to come sweep me up off the street for doing that.
0: In China, they do. That's a crime. They show reports people were sick. They were locked up in their house. And the Chinese government kicked the door and they took them to a hospital because they weren't going to go.
1: So do you want that in the freedom-loving United States of America?
0: No. What I want, if you get your neighbor sick and the next person sick and the next person sick, if you're making 50 people sick, if you're the center of the epicenter, you're held accountable for it in this country right now if you cough in somebody's face is that a crime
1: and how do you (laughs) yeah
0: people go to jail for it already and they can simply show you the video sir look at right here you're coughing in four of your neighbors we saw you on camera
1: hold on that only happens if it's done with intent to cause harm so if my neighbor hasn't been tested doesn't know they're sick and they cough on me there's no intent there right and also, why was I that close to my neighbor?
0: Maybe your neighbor got that close to you. If your neighbor is sick and the government says, hey, we get a news flash. There's 20 people in your building. Uh, this person there is suspected of being sick. You guys are all being notified. They do it for Ebola overseas in a country where they have less surveillance and less information than we do.
1: Americans are not compliant. They're not going to sign up in big enough numbers to let the government be able to do that kind of thing. Like, oh, look, your neighbor is sick and I'm going to tell you. They're just not.
0: Part of it is about the branding. When you have the president of the United States saying it's a China virus, that's the first place where we failed. At the end of World War I, Woodrow Wilson just didn't want to admit that the virus came from the United States. He didn't want to admit that this is where the Spanish flu originated. That's why it was called the Spanish flu. They blamed the Spanish for it. It's the same here. Can't you see that nothing has changed? Yep. It's the exact same thing.
1: What's your point?
0: My report is that history is rhyming.
1: Yeah, I see that.
0: Someone has to be the adult in the room and say, this is the same thing we have already went through. Also note that they didn't come up with an actual vaccine until 1945. So you're going to tell me this placebo for sure, 100% is going to work. We're not going to know for five more years, maybe 10, maybe 50. Maybe when we turn 80 and then half the population just drops dead.
1: Right. It's got a timer on it. It's like, did you get the Pfizer? Yeah. Okay. So you're 69. Okay. What are you going to do for your last year of life? Beep. Beep.
0: I guarantee you a report will come out 30 years from now and they'll be like, uh, newsflash. They've been suppressing this for 20 years. It's a class action lawsuit. And that's the way we're going to find out about it. It's by a commercial.
1: Right. And we'll all get $24 and 99 cents.
0: Exactly. Those that survive.
1: I can send myself a wreath.
0: Oh, that's good. That would be great. <laughs> I wish we had a better administration then. I wish we have an administration now that just had the guts to come and say, Look at guys, they've been BSing you the whole time. This operation Warp Speed was a complete farce. And he didn't. He just picked it up and kept running with the ball.
1: How else are you gonna get the country back into do anything? I mean, it does seem that the vaccinations are helpful. of the time in some way, whether or not it prevents you from getting super sick or prevents you from getting the thing at all. It seems like that is true, not just looking here, but around the world. What it's not clear is whether or not it's going to be very effective as the virus mutates. It looks like we're on the train now to have booster shots and yearly vaccinations like we do with the flu.
0: There's a movie called 12 Monkeys. About a monkey virus that came from Africa. Yeah. Now, this one was a little different. With this current virus, some believe that it escaped from a lab in Wuhan, but a lot think that it came from an animal eating wildlife. And that one thing that could help to save us from that, stop eating the wildlife. Stop eating these poor, endangered animals. They're just trying to survive.
1: Now, you're questioning the culture of another country. That's what they have done for hundreds, if not thousands of years. That's what they eat. What right do I have as an American to pop in and say, hey, you Chinese people shouldn't be eating bats. Even though it's a delicacy, even though you've been doing it for 4,000 years, maybe, how am I supposed to tell them what to do? It's not my right, actually.
0: I think it was also an anteater that it came from, but I think it's all right to protect nature, period.
1: So you need to stop eating chicken.
0: I wasn't done. There used to be a time on the Serengeti, every Maasai initiate killed a lion. And those days ended. Why? Because of other people coming in and hunting the lions. lions are now endangered. We have to change that tradition. We can't kill lions like we used to.
1: <laughs> what does that have to do with bats?
0: It was an anteater that caused the world.
1: Pangolins. Nobody knows. Come on. Let's not try to be specific to an animal just yet. So why don't you stop eating chicken?
0: Is chicken endangered?
1: I would say chicken endangered.
0: I think there's plenty of pictures out there we can eat, but I sure wouldn't eat like a beast.
1: You're terrified of never having another chicken. I mean, come on. You're saying that the line in the sand with chicken should be that it's not endangered. Not that it's a sentient being and suffers incredibly in the process of getting into your belly.
0: Are plant-sentient beings...
1: Well, there are Eritarians who seem to survive on air.
0: Guess you can eat fruit off the vines.
1: What do you mean you can't eat fruit? Fruit is a pregnant thing.
0: You can eat fruit because a tree can continue to produce more fruit. (laughs) Lettuce can't reproduce itself.
1: I have lettuce right now that's going to seed. And it's really cool, too. It kind of looks like dandelions. The little fluffy, you can see how it's going to poof away.
0: I didn't know that it poofed away.
1: No, I didn't either. (laughs) It's what happens when you grow food and let it go to seed. Yeah, yeah. Think about mad cow disease. Nobody was willing to stop eating the cows. So in order to try to stop the mad cow disease, when you traveled internationally, they looked at the bottom of your shoes to see if you were bringing in any dirt. Nobody was willing to stop eating cows. They were willing to take extraordinary measures to look at people's mm-hmm.
0: boots. When that started happening, they killed every single cow they thought had it.
1: But people continued to eat other cows.
0: In most of Africa, when the bird flu broke out, they killed every single chicken.
1: They killed all the chickens.
0: So that answers your question.
1: They did that in China as well.
0: How can it not? When we there's a disease.
1: Scientists came up with another way around it to not tell you how you can get your nutrition but how to keep potential sources of an infection from infringing on other countries. So you can't tell China, don't eat your bats. Yes, we can't. No, you can't. Nobody stopped eating cows. We killed the sick ones.
0: We told people these cows are sick. Any cow from this country has to be destroyed. The same with the birds. And now we're saying, hey, we suspect people are getting sick because they're eating these animals. Stop eating the animals.
1: Cows and chickens are domesticated, so you can control that population a little better and say, looks like all these cows are sick. We're going to slaughter them so that it doesn't propagate that disease. You can't do that with bats because bats are not domesticated, as far as I know. There's no way to then identify which portions of the bat population have that virus or bacteria. You can't just in mass kill all bats. No, but you can stop eating them. You can stop eating them. Stop eating them. I don't have the right to tell someone, don't eat a bat because it might make you sick. Don't eat it. It's that simple. It's that simple. You
0: don't have to eat the bats. You don't have to eat the monkey. You don't have to eat the rats. That's little Dr. Seuss for you.
1: Yes, I got it.
0: You don't have to eat the anteater either.
1: That simple. Redfish, bluefish, don't eat any of the fish.
0: Just don't eat it.
1: Now all the fish are irradiated. So, do we tell people stop eating fish?
0: You're almost catching on.
1: Nice job. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. But they're not going to. That's my point.
0: All we can do is start.
1: All we can do is die.
0: Don't eat the fish either. Let them be. They're ready to eat it.
1: Don't eat the lettuce.
0: According to the Azetti, you shouldn't eat lettuce anyway.
1: Wait, What? Lettuce specifically? Why?
0: It's unclean because they use like rotten water to water it with. Other reasons, thats another whole podcast. But Yazidi said, don't eat the damn lettuce, okay? We don't have ant eaters. Don't eat the damn lettuce. You can say bye.
1: I can't. <laughs> don't eat the lettuce, y'all. Please
0: like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 17 podcast. If you're enjoying this show, please share it with your friends and family. This podcast wouldn't be possible without the support of our sponsors. They're listed on our website and social media. Check them out.
1: Have a blessed Sabbath. Shabbat Shalom.